It's Ayana. It's Izzy. It's a look. I actually like that. Like, I it's, do too. It's yeah, it's I do look. Too. Oh, okay. So, you guys are learning that every time we do this <laughs> intro, we learn something new. Pretty much. Eventually, we're going to get one that we just stick with. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. He said, Ayana said he had a topic to talk about she wanted to talk about for a while. So, we're going to start off with that and see what happens, right? I'm eating a brownie, so I'm probably going to like be in and out. I'm just mm's and ahs on this episode. We don't have any well, guests, so I got to no, fill the place. No, but shut up. Um... <laughs> You it for my topic it actually requires that you speak too. So oh, no. <laughs> um <laughs> people who know us or you listen to us on these podcasts, you know that me and my sister are really close. We run a business together. We obviously do this podcast. She's like my unofficial official photographer and mm-hmm. vice versa. Like we spend we actually don't spend as much time as like we did maybe like last summer, but we mm-hmm. still we do see each other a lot. When we see other. each other it's like really impactful. Like we'll have yeah content for weeks on end <laughs> of just like us together and some people are like oh my god you're always together and you're like no, no I'm not really. sorry like once a month actually well now I see it once a week yeah <laughs> this one twice a week Sunday and today mm-hmm. I mean it depends on when the week starts sure Sunday mm, Monday uh, whatever <laughs> okay once a week then um <laughs> We spent a lot of time talking about really stupid <laughs> stuff. The last one we spent like a good five minutes just oh, talking about smoking weed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's really funny. Like some of the people I know who listen to that one, who are who have listened to it or are going to listen to it, are probably mm-hmm. gonna be like, "Oh, so you coming to this facility? Hi, is what you're saying?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I thought that part was a lot longer when I was editing it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I'm gonna have to edit all this shit out." It was like a ten minutes. But I thought it was like 30. <laughs> oh, no. I, I knew it wasn't that long. But mm-hmm. I do I do know we talked about smoking for a very... Yeah, I, I brought it down to five minutes, even though it was 10 <laughs> minutes. Like, we couldn't have the whole... The podcast would have probably been two hours if we just left all, everything in. But, yeah. So, I say all of that to say that in any relationship, that there are ups and there are downs. And I feel like, for the most part, our, our relationship currently is pretty neutral like on the positive side I don't think anybody is, is doing anything to harm the other mm. oh okay um even though like we might, oh wait actually I'm gonna pause hold on y'all okay what were we saying oh uh, yeah so yeah all relationships have ups and downs etc etc um I feel like this incident happened enough time ago that I feel like we're both far enough removed from it that we can talk about it civilly but close enough that it's so important. And also, I feel like the reason I wanted to bring it up on the podcast is that... Do you want proof? No, I don't want proof. <laughs> I mean, that's good too, whatever. <laughs> Receipts. <laughs> Receipts. Um, one, I think that it keeps us from like just like this turning to a screaming match because we're on the podcast. Two, um, I don't think any low blows will happen on the podcast. I hope not. I mean, maybe we will. We don't know. <laughs> we'll edit them out. <laughs> um... And I think that I'm scared, I y'all. <laughs> I don't know. I think I just think it's, it'll it'll be good for listeners to hear us have like a serious conversation about something. Okay, I'm I'm afraid. Is gonna mention anything like that? Anything we shouldn't talk about? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so this happened like three weeks ago. I was over here. We did the podcast, or whatever. And then afterwards, I was kind of hanging out a little bit, and I was about to watch something on Netflix. Mm-hmm. 
And you're like, oh, I wanted to spend time with you. I wanted to talk to you. And I was like, oh, we did just spend time together. Because prior to me starting my Netflix, we had been talking like off podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wanted to listen to, Net- I wanted to watch Netflix. I started watching Netflix and your response to me was crying. Why y'all make, y'all sound like a punk on the channel. Okay, keep going. I don't know if you talked about this, but. No, we didn't. We, we talked about it in that moment, but I kind of just like, okay. I- and me, I was like. I had mentioned that I thought your crying was like inappropriate and kind of manipulative. And you're like, this is just my feelings. And like, I, I basically see like, fuck it. You want to talk? Let's talk. And we talked for a little bit and you were like, you just watch your Netflix if that's what you want to do. Um, and I just want to like, I, I, the, the crying thing is just, it really got me because it was like, you, your response to me was like, oh, these are just my feelings. I can't help it. But it's like, if we were in a, let's say we were dating mm-hmm. and I wanted to do something and you said, oh, I want to do this. And then I was like, no, this is something I really want to do. And your response to me was crying. Like, babe, when we had the Jada here and she was like mm-hmm. telling us like, oh, he's, you know, doing middle of his, like you, you would tell, you would tell me in that situation, like, yes, that person is being manipulative, yeah. correct? Yeah. And it was like, in that situation, you made me feel bad for one, wanting to do something you didn't want to do. And then when you started crying, I acknowledged that you were being manipulative. You're like, no, this is just me. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, in the moment, I was upset, and it was like one of those things. Like, I'm thinking, it reminds me of like similar to how it was when we were little. Like, I would hide your book, um, so you wouldn't read, but you would play dolls with me, and then like I would like, oh, and then you like you can't find it, so like, oh, now we have to play dolls, and then like all that shit. This picture. Oh, you look so like someone's Titi, not mom, but Titi now. I'll be Titi. Titi's be sexy. <laughs> Moms be sexy too. I know moms are sexy, but I just I don't know. I, aunties, I feel like aunties are young. Oh shit! Excuse me, Instagram. Uh, I feel like moms are like I just see moms as being older. Aunties, no moms too. But um, that's the point. But yeah, so I think it just goes back to that and being like, you know, doing. I mean, it is manipulative, but I wasn't crying to get something out of you. I was just crying, and then I was like, well, I am getting something. It was like one of those things you just do, and you're like, oh wait. I'm gonna get the thing I wanted too, so you know this is a win-win, you know, like that kind of thing. But I wasn't like crying too. I didn't like oh I'm crying. No, I didn't. Th- so that was the thing. Like I didn't think you started crying because you're like oh I want her to like, talk to me. Mm-hmm. But I did think like that was like something that you could have composed yourself in that moment, or at least walked away. And it was like you sat there and you well, cried. Also cooking, keeping that in mind. I'm not gonna just walk away. We were but... in the kitchen and like I was also in the kitchen. I'm not gonna let your shit burn. I mean, you and it only took you like what two minutes to go to the bathroom. The bathroom was like less than fifty, like less than ten feet away from the kitchen. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I yeah, definitely it was manipulative and like the the idea of it, yes. But um, yeah. I don't, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, I was wrong. And that was like, it was, like I said before, it was one of those things where I didn't cry to make you do something, but it was like, it did get you to do the thing I wanted and I didn't like, like admit to it. But I'll also mention this because I don't know how many more weeks ago, but we were talking about the situation with, we're not saying her name. Mm-hmm. And... Obviously, you just sexually assault me because mm-hmm. <laughs> this would be a very different conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we have this on the podcast. I know, but I think. 
Nah, I'm good. <laughs> that's some host incest thing going on. Yeah, that's 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 some layers there. I don't yeah. think we can I don't think that's unpack that in one that's in one podcast. Shit right there. Um, not to talk shit because you know, sadly enough, that is a situation that happens for some people. You know, get help if you can. Leave when it's safe. All that good jazz. But. It's just like how you were saying, like, oh, how you have this this mentality of I'm going to get what I, what I want. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like uh, at the expense of other people's feelings or what they want. And I know you said that was something that you were working on. And this goes back to it brings me back to, again, uh, our relationship with each other. I feel like that as you are growing in your relationships with other people, ours is remaining stagnant, mm-hmm. that you feel comfortable doing those same things with me. And I think, and like, I'll take part of the blame because, like, I said this last week, like, I'm willing to be super, super compromising in relationships where I, like, I'll let things go even if they are bothering me. Like, it took me three weeks to bring this up. <laughs> yeah, because in my mind, I was like, oh, we already talked about this. And we were like, chill. But, you know, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also talk about how, like, we like to wait and think about that. Yeah, we do. I, like, and I've I thought about this because in that moment, like, when it all happened, I was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna give her what she wants. And then, like, that's why then I was like, just fuck it, watch her show. Cause, like, but then, like, but you, you, like, I feel like that doesn't really fix it. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. what you, you didn't say, like, oh, I was wrong. You actually defended your crying. Mm-hmm. You defended what you did. And he was like, just watch her show if that's what you wanna do, was what your, was your response. Yeah. It was like, oh, well, you don't wanna be with me, then. Yeah, it was still manipulative. It was still manipulative. Manipulative then. But, yeah, that was definitely. So. Yeah, but I, I I would like to get to a point where like we can also start to make those growing strides in our relationship where you're like, oh, I cannot force my will on Oyana. Mm. Thoughts, comments, concerns. I mean, like that's a thought. That's a working progress. It's like <laughs> it's similar to like like we had that whole conversation about that whole thing that happened, and it was like, okay, now I'm working on it. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not really something I'm gonna like. I can't really, like, change the past, no, but I am, yeah, like, no, every no. day, you know, going forward. I mean, like, any concerns, I mean, no, I mean, you're the only concern. <laughs> like, how you feel is the concern, you know? Like, so, like, you know, just, like, be like, hey, red flag, bitch, chill, you know? Like, I mean, it's not also not in your place to, like, tell me that, you know, I've been a shitty person. I mean, kind of. Mm-hmm. Boundaries, you know, set yeah. boundaries. That's not. But that's the other thing. Like, and, like I feel like I have to work on that, which is actually setting and maintaining boundaries. Because I feel like I will set them, and then like you'll 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 like start to step over them or step over them, and I'm just like, that's eh, okay. Yes, yeah, I think it's kind of <laughs> like go back to the parent dynamic. You know, like me, and you are kind of like a we are sisters, yes, but like we also have like a parent child dynamic where I am the child and there's no there's no question about that um and I'm the child well, sometimes you know Yana can every, be, so often every, be the when child. it comes to like things outside and then yeah she's definitely the child <laughs> but when it um but yeah it's like you know you try to see how the boundaries are gonna go and like how far you can push them and once you push and like they don't say anything you're like okay this is the thing we're doing yeah <laughs> and I think that's to a point where it's like we've done it for what all of, 20 yeah, years 20 years so it's like <laughs> Okay, well, this is what we're doing. There's never been a point where, like, or there have been points where you said something, but it's like, it's not consistent. Yeah, it's not really respected and it's also, like, not consistent. So, like, it's more about, like, respect, you know, respect all women or you don't respect women, um, or respect all family members or people in your life or you don't respect anybody. Oh my god, my eyes burning. Like, just one eye. I hate when that happens. But yeah. Um, yeah. Now we can have this talk. 
Yeah, it was so quick. But I mean, also, like, I don't, know, I don't think we ever, like, be upset for a long time. I don't think, no, like, I don't I think like, there are people who hold grudges. And also, I, don't, I can't, I don't know if I've ever been upset with someone for a really long time. I just don't like people, but I can't really be upset. And also, I have nothing to be upset about. I'm the problem in the situation. No. I want to put that out there. I do understand that. It's not like I'm like, well, I have, you know, I'm, I'm not upset anymore. Like, no, 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 bitch, you ain't got no shit to be upset about. Like, no. Uh, no, like, like I said, this... <laughs> We, um, I, I know we said this in the last podcast, last podcast, you said it a second ago, like, we are, that's just something that, I don't know, we were just raised that way, where, like, people, we don't have loud outbursts, mm-hmm. like, of anger or anything, like, I mean, if you, like, take somebody there, then yeah, but, like, for the most part, it's, it's like, like, you've taken me so far that it's gonna be everything, like, exactly. even if they don't deal with you, like, it's so, so, we, we do kind of, like, I'm going to sit, I'm going to think on this. I'm going to cuss you out of my head a few times. I'm going to tweak my arguments to make sure I got support and causes and stuff and a thesis. And then we're going to sit down and have a conversation about it. But also, I feel like I've not, when have we, I've ever been upset with you about something. I would say like, you know, just been like saying certain things you say, like, you know, of course, like, like something you said possibly that made me insistent, like you made me like, made me feel like, oh, this is like a soft point in my life. But like, there's never been like anything you've done to me that's like, made me feel like, I hate you, bitch. Like, you know, like, no, I don't feel that way about you either. Like, no, like, you've done things like irritate me or, like, upset me. Like, this thing, it was just, like, in that moment, I was like, she's been a little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, even then, though, like, I, like, I, we, like, still, like, I still stayed, like, for another hour or so. We ate. Mm -hmm. You walked me to the bus stop. But it was still like that. It was still something in the air being, like, you know, we just old people going through the motions kind of thing like i feel like we are an old couple we, are. we have like we will have like i think the three weeks you know that yeah. like it has been like you like something you know like some weird like oh someone's upset about something or something of their another like earlier when it was like the chip thing and i looked at the bag of chips and not sure it was like um what is the word called um where you're not appreciative of things ungrateful yeah ungrateful and i'm like oh that wasn't the chips that i asked for you know well in my mind like i like i thought i was specific but i wasn't and also i wasn't there in the situation so you can't expect someone to get the right chips you know but i wasn't like oh fuck you bitch i hate these (laughs) chips but it was like a look that i was like no it's not what i asked for but i was like okay well i mean it is literally what i asked for wriggled plain chips it wasn't, it wasn't a brand, you know, I was thinking of, but it was like... Oh, you sound like a bougie-ass kid. It wasn't the right brand of of plain, rigid chips. <laughs> no, but I was like, and, like, but it was still the thing, and I still yeah. liked the thing. And it wasn't like, I'm not appreciative <laughs> of the thing that you got me, especially seeing this. You spent your own money, and you were, like, willing to give me anything at all. I was appreciative of the thing. It was just, like, one of those things when you're, like, when your mom gives you a scarf for Christmas, <laughs> you're like, um... Well, <laughs> no, no. Okay, I just want to point out the example that she's using. My mom got me a family dollar, ten dollar scarf for Christmas, and then asked for like an eighty dollar tablet for Mother's Day. Yeah, no. And you can call me boggers all you want. We didn't got the dollar tablet. Sixty dollar tablet. It's six times more than what she spent on me, mm-hmm. and I got zero nothing for my birthday. Yeah, we don't do that around here. We don't. Do I'm just like, like, and I'm pretty sure somebody's like, your mom gave you life. Yeah, she gave me a whole lot of trauma my too. My thing so. is, I asked for that, right? Did I ask oh, to be here? I'm really not sure how that's a gift. And then also, like, nigga, mm-hmm. I'm broke. Also, I don't understand this. I mm, not to change subject. I'm glad we had. We our can talk, change. I was like, 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 like,
one thing that bothers me is this whole i mean like not to be like your mom's don't like having given you like if your mom is in your life and she's done amazing things for you kudos mother's day is your day it's her day you yeah. know but like to be like my mom birthed me and she paid the rent and she gave me food and all these things like i'm not applauding a fish for swimming yeah like, like by law she literally has to provide you clothing house and shelter yeah. bare minimum until you're 16 and then like parents who are like i think i seen the song it was a you know a tweet a tweet or whatever but it was like i saw it on instagram and it was like uh when your parents are one excuse me y'all i'm drinking and stuff but um we're not drink drink but like got that drink yeah mm-hmm. juice regular juice um but when your parents are like the downing you and all this stuff um and they're like oh you have to respect me because i'm basically a person that's older than you mm-hmm. that's manipulative and it's also like you're also afraid like i literally talk about how like um after i moved out of my after i moved out of my mom's house it was like okay now i can have freedom you know like mm-hmm. freedom to make my own choices and i'm not afraid of being kicked out because she did kick cookies out i'm not afraid of getting kicked out i'm not afraid of being like not eating i'm, I'm not seeing not feed us or anything uh, no you, that was a punishment let's she, not let's that not. was past punishment that he had his whole little thing going on uh, it, that was a weirdo yeah we have issues guys um <laughs> but uh yeah so it's not like i was it's no fear there and so i'm okay with saying hey i don't want to hang out with you hey uh, I don't have any money to give you for Mother's Day. And I'm not afraid, like, oh, because I don't give her mother, give Mother's Day gift. She's not going to bitch the whole day. Because she's done that before. Where we took her out for breakfast and everything. And we didn't want to pay. I told her we were paying for her dinner. And she made us pay for Auntie Tiffany's. She made... Oh, I said her name. I said, I Whatever. I said, she if you pay. Google us, you, I mean, I Google. Not that we're Googleable. <laughs> Check my wiki. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, but she made us pay for our grandmas. And she made us pay for our aunties and her food. And, like, of course, I could have been, like, nah, I ain't paying for that shit. But it's also a point where you're just, like... And granted, I didn't pay a lot of it. Mainly Elijah paid for it. And mainly um, my uncle paid for it. And not to be like take credit for any of that, he did pay a, like Elijah paid a significant amount of money for that food. Yeah. Um, and I just paid like forty dollars or so, and it's not. So a lot. that's forty of your dollars. Yeah, and it's not. But I'm just saying it's not a lot of comparison of like how much they paid. They oh, bought. Yeah. They bought food. You know, we pay for Ashley. We pay for our own food. We pay. We pay for everyone's food, and she just made it seem like we had to. And we're like Christina, Sherry. They're also their children. Why aren't they paying? And they have always have money, and they get they make money, and they have jobs. And I'm just like, this is. Not not you're forcing your will on us because you don't want you're not giving your mom a gift and two you're not giving your sister a gift so now you, we have to pretty much accommodate for gifts, that yeah and it was like we were i mean not, i'm not wrong about i can't speak for elijah but like for me i was like afraid to not do it because it's like okay now i'm gonna have to deal with everything mm-hmm. but then also we still were like upset about it and she noticed and so she had a still was upset about it you know she was like oh blah 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 and so like i don't know parents are very i don't want to be ever be a parent where it's like like something Elijah, like we were me and Elijah were talking about the other day, which is my brother, which our brother, um, and so we were talking about like how I think I forgot. Oh, all kids are pretty much ungrateful to us to some extent, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily be like because we. I don't know if it's really ungrateful, more like they just like expect certain things of parents because they've set the expectation, you know, mm-hmm. and like like so like we're not constantly praising you for feeding us you know we're not constantly yeah. praising you for paying my school fees we're not constantly praising you for paying for field trips that you that we technically have to go on for classes like yeah. i'm not praising you for doing things that are your job as a parent yeah and it's like 
Uh, he's like, well, and a lot of parents feel like, you know, oh, I'm, you're feeling, they feel like you're ungrateful and everything like that. And I'm like, a part of me never wants to have a child because I don't want to feel that towards a person who literally didn't, didn't ask, to, ask to be here. And I kind of want to constantly remind myself, like, of course, I, and I, I think I grew up and I'm like, I don't want to have kids. I don't want to have kids. But then like to a point where I like, I am at a point where I want to have one kid just to Same. live on my like legacy. Because I plan on doing things in the world and I plan on like, you know, I want to offer that to someone else to start their life and not have to start at the bottom of the trenches, like, you know, like how we did. We're starting off with basically living in the ghetto. And, and oh, I sound like, oh, yeah, let's, let me not cut that out. Living in a place where it's not, uh, we've, we were middle class, I guess. Were we we're, we're poor. We're okay. We're, we're poor. poor, but I don't, we were like yeah. comfortably poor. Yeah, we weren't like uh, in the, what's it called, the, on the well, Ida B. Wells and shit. No, no. Like, we weren't project babies, but no. we were subsidized housing babies. Yeah. <laughs> we were Section 8 babies. Yeah, we were. But it's just like, I don't want to have someone grow up like that. And I want to give somebody a world to start, you know, start fresh. And I'm constantly like, I don't know. But also I want to like adopt. And so if I have enough money, I might end up doing that. Blah, blah, blah. That's not the point. But I'm like, I don't want to have anyone in the world. Like I constantly have like this resentment toward mm-hmm. just because they exist, you know, just because they live in their life. And I'm sure you might say thank you to your mom when she buys you a new pair of shoes. Those are things like be like, oh, thanks, mom. I'll be buying you a new pair of shoes. Even yeah. though I have five, you know, like. These are over the limit of yeah. what you need. And that's nice, but I'm like, I'm not going to give you a $100, $200 Mother's Day gift for doing your job. It's like, do you get a raise because you're doing your job every day? No, we forget about your ass. When you all go at exceptional, then we're like, something. then you get something. <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely agree. Like, I don't want to applaud a fish for swimming. And, like, we obviously grew up in the same household and... Mm-hmm. And I'm the oldest, so I feel like you know, obviously there are different responsibilities. Which you've been the, I'm mean, actually I still say you're the youngest, even mm-hmm. though Ashley exists. Because yeah. mommy still treated you like the youngest, even mm-hmm. though Ashley was there. Because I was the youngest for ten years, you know, yeah. like that's so a just, long ass time to be the youngest, and all of a sudden you got like another person. And I think everyone expected me to hate her, and I was like, no, I haven't, I haven't really, I'm still the youngest on my dad's side. You're and still the youngest on daddy's side, and then like realistically, like your needs and Ashley needs are totally different mm-hmm. because of the ten year gap. So you still got to get babied in that way. Um, but this is colder. I put it in oh, yeah, it was not cold. It was on the shelf when I bought it. I, it, is, it tastes cold, but it doesn't taste like freezing. You know, I want it to be. I want freezing. Yeah, yeah. I don't even like, I don't even like cold drinks, but like, yeah, like brisk is good it's, cold. <laughs> we are not sponsored by brisk. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I mean, if you holler at us, if you, you know, you're trying to set something up, we, we can use some funds, yeah. get some better equipment. Uh, yeah. No, but. We're using a phone right now, guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but. Um, that's like definitely something I noticed. I remember one year for mommy's birthday, uh, I got her a card and a couple boxes of candy, like the the, the movie kind of boxes of candy, mm-hmm. right? And I gave her her gift because she was going out of town, and like, but she came back and she was like, when she took it, she like didn't really like it. Like she said thank you and gave us a hug and shit, mm-hmm. but like afterwards she was like, oh, I can only get you know dollar boxes of candy. Actually, I how are you? I was uh, I was going to Michelle Clark. I was still in the middle school at that point. So I think mm-hmm. I was like 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. So this is a 13, 14 year old who didn't have a job, who saved their money up to get you a gift. And, and your birthday is coming a week later. Less than a week later. Yeah. Peg gave me $50, so we'll continue. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she had an attitude about it. But I do remember we were in the store maybe a week after she came back from her trip. And we were in, we were in like... I think a Walmart or something. And there was a big box of candy that was $20. It was some chocolates. And she was like, see, this is the kind of chocolates that I like. Like, this would have been a good gift. It's like, she literally said this to her 14-year-old. And it was just like, I, I, I get what you're saying. That, like, um, 
parents set the standard and stuff like that. But I was like, this is literally you telling me the thing that I got you was not good enough. And if I had I ever said that to her about anything that she's ever given me, mm-hmm. like, I'll be picking up my teeth. Mm-hmm. Also, but I will say that something that I've learned about my relationship with my parents in general is that as a person who has no kids, I don't get to, like, set the standard for what it means to be, you know, a good mom or a good dad or what they should be. And, like, we, we get, like, we talked about this briefly in our last podcast, like, how, like, this idea that your parents are supposed to, like, love you and adore you and all of that stuff is, like, basically an invention by Hallmark to have Mother's Day and Father's Day and shit like mm-hmm. that. Um, and, and then you obviously have, like, the TV dads and the TV moms who do stuff like that. But, like, parents are people, too. And people are trash. So parents definitely can be and in a lot of cases are trash. Mm-hmm. And, like, now that's just basically how I deal with the situation. Like, so when she asks me to do stuff, if I can do it, I definitely will. Because, you know, that's my mom. And when she can do things for me, she usually does. But if it causes me to go out of my way, if I don't want to, or, you know, like, yeah, simply if I just don't want to. Not not necessarily because I can't or I'm not available. It's just, like, I'm just not feeling it. Mm-hmm. I don't. And it's, I feel like it, it keeps me from feeling, because I feel like for a really long time... Like, I, I'm also learning this from my relationship with you. For a really long time, I would purposely go above and beyond for her to try to get that recognition for her to mm-hmm. say, oh, you know, I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. Like, like that acceptance. And it was like, I would I would n- almost never get it. And when I did get it, it was like really fleeting mm-hmm. or like conditional. Mm-hmm. And so like now I feel like I'm in a place where like if I'm around her and we're having a good time, we're having a good time. And when I'm not, I'm not. And when she calls me, I answer if I feel like it. And if I don't, I don't. And I feel like that's, like, the healthiest thing for me with, with her. Yeah, I think that's good for everybody. <laughs> like, honestly, I know I crack on you all the time when I'm, like, you're not answering the phone. And most of the time when you're, you do answer the phone, I feel like it's funny because when you do answer the phone, I'm just calling you because. <laughs> and then when you're not answering the phone, I'm calling you because I have to ask the question. And then you never answer your phone. Like, she's one of the people who, like, has a phone, but, like, in reality, she doesn't. And then, like, even though, like, it took months for her to finally get a phone. I know, no, I know you made that decision. I was like, yes, bitch, oh, I'm yeah. here for it. And then I expected you to be, like, you know, around. <laughs> but then you weren't. And I was like, okay. But then I also have to, like, it took me a moment to be like, okay, well, when someone calls you, you're not always there. You know, you're not mm-hmm. answering the phone all the time. And you prefer text. And so I'll send you a text, you know. And sometimes you don't answer the text for hours on end, like, because you're at work. Or you're <laughs> with your boyfriend. And it takes a moment to be like other people have lives you know like and you have to see outside of yourself and i think she doesn't and i don't think she wants to and um also i went over her house the other day day after um i said valentine's day day after mother's day uh and i was trying to like you know talk to her about like things that were happening in my life you know Mm -hmm. and she literally talked about herself the entire time Mm -hmm. and i sat there quiet and i just accepted it yeah i've noticed you just reminded me this is really turning into like just one of our regular talks yeah (laughs) no okay so you know she was like going through all that relationship drama and Mm -hmm. stuff uh that was also around the time that me and Norris were kind of having some problems Mm -hmm. so I'm like oh you know you're telling me your stuff I'm gonna tell you my Mm -hmm. stuff right and she basically like for the most part like she didn't like talk over me to talk about herself she kind of like completely belittled anything that mm-hmm. I said like oh that's nothing mm-hmm. and like it literally was like and then like I literally had like this is like kind of when I really for real for real had this like epiphany that 
this is my mom. This is her personality. There's nothing I can do to change it. And if I keep trying to change it, I'm just going to hurt my own feelings in the process. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like you kind of have to, like, that, it's one of those relationships that you have with, like, maybe a, a boss or a coworker. It's like, this is someone I'm going to have to deal with for a while. So the best thing for me to do is to, one, if possible, deal with them as little as possible. And when I have to, just know that I'm going to have to do it on these terms. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, like, I, like, when I have, like, personal stuff that I need, like, a motherly figure to talk to, I talk to Auntie Tiffany. Or uh, I talk to I you. I would never talk to Auntie Tiffany about problems. I don't know. I don't feel comfortable talking to TT about lesbian things. Oh, okay. I would never feel comfortable. I don't think I ever will. Um, that's Why, why I never, do you feel that way? I never told her. Anyway, I never straight up been like, oh, yeah, I like girls to her ever. I mean, I just mentioned, I was like, oh, yeah, I got a girlfriend. You know, like, <laughs> I was like, how we talked about in the last podcast. You know, we were like, it was no coming out. I was showing like, up with your girlfriend. Yeah, I didn't show up. I don't know. Oh, like, I, I feel like she wouldn't like that. Um, well, hmm. I definitely get like some, I, know, I definitely know that Auntie Tiffany has like, some elements of transphobia like she like she's not full on like fucking up pronoun like she she respects pronouns she mm-hmm. respects names but like and she doesn't care what bathroom you use but like her idea she don't want you I feel like she don't want you around her kids she but don't yeah. want you to tell she's them she's okay with you being trans over there yeah. she don't and, like, <laughs> and it, it took me a moment to be like when she told us to not corrupt sherry and it would just kind of like it it truly bothered me like it truly bothered me because i was like and that's why i was like so open about it I was like, so what are we gonna say like so the thing like when she i do remember i, I don't remember the, i i, I kind of picked up on that the bothering you yeah i remember because maybe a week before that she had a conversation with me and she was like because i was like i got whole stories for days y'all mm-hmm. like man mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm writing a book <laughs> Oh, I wrote a oh, book. August 20th? August 21st. Oh, 21st. Poems, memoirs. Me. You just really want to I really want to date. come closer and closer. Like, I started off the 18th, now I'm at the 20th. Come on, I'm on the 21st. August say, 20th. I'm going to leak your shit. <laughs> Bitch, I beat your ass. Anyway, <laughs> August 21st, Holism's memoirs from a very sexually active black girl. You'll be able to find it on Amazon. Um, but yeah. We were like, I was having a conversation with Auntie Tiffany. Christina and Sherry entered the room. I didn't stop the conversation. We were like, I was like telling whole stories. It wasn't me like, and then he slid his penis inside it. It wasn't like that. <laughs> it was just like, oh, this wild shit happened to I'm me one night. Tina has more whole stories than all. Gee, but... Tina got good whole stories actually. I've listened to a few. Sherry, she don't got like ho ho stories, but she got some stories too. But we had this like, so we're having, we're talking or whatever, and like, I'm like, we're finished the conversation. Christina and Sherry are like laughing, joking, all of that. And then I remember later on that day, Christina and Sherry must have left. And Auntie Tiffany, like, she's like, I understand that you're a woman. And she's like, I want you to be able to come with me to me about womanly things and your womanly experiences and all of that stuff. And she's like, I like that you're older so we can have these conversations. Um, but Christina and Sherry are still young. Like, Christina's 18. Sherry's 16. Um, I was talking about sex then, too. Like, I'm not. And she was like, Christina, I feel like I can kind of handle it. And I was like, I feel like her, what she was really thinking is like, Christina's had sex, so she's gone. But <laughs> Sherry's still pure. That's I how it was about me, though, when it was like around yeah. me and you. And she was like, are you going to basically corrupt me? And, and I'm just like, bro, we've been hanging out for longer I'm than you like, could think. And the thing is, is I'm Elizabeth, Elizabeth knows, like, if mommy knew all the stuff that Elizabeth knew at that point, she's like, oh yeah, that bitch is corrupt anyway. And I think it's not even necessarily corrupt, it's just, we're, 
we're informed. Exactly. And, and I would prefer to be informed because now I can go through life and like, you know, no shit. Exactly. And be like, oh, you doing the same thing that they do. And y'all wonder, and then mommy and daddy wonder why I don't do the same things y'all do over and over. It's because I talk to my siblings and I learn from them. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. That's the whole point of big siblings, big cousins. That's the whole existence that they have. And like, like I've like I've had plenty of car- I mean, the thing the crazy thing with Auntie Tiffany is like I've had plenty of conversations with Sherry mm-hmm. and she's like not interested in having sex. She's not like really interested in necessarily having like a for real for a boyfriend at she this is point. Me. She, she is like me. she's just kind of like mm-hmm. she's like living her life and if mm-hmm. it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't. Sherry is me. And she y'all. like she literally just like she's like listening to it for the entertainment value. Right? It's so entertaining to hear whole stories. Right? Well, especially when you got no life. <laughs> like you just be like, I, why do you think I'll be living vicariously through y'all so often? And no, and then she was like, and then like, and she said something similar. She was like, well, you know, Chris, I see what Christina's doing, or I see what Christina has done, and like the parts that I like, I want to try to emulate. And the parts that I don't, I'm not. Mm-hmm. And it's and I felt like like you made a really good point that I never thought of. Like I like I do know like older like I kind of like as an older sibling, I feel like I have to be an example. But I never mm-hmm. thought of like. The fact that we like talk to you about certain things that mm-hmm. we've gone through, experience, like actually y'all actually listening to yeah. them, <laughs> and it's and, like it's something like yeah, I would assume that you actually listen. I know Sherry, like she just told me like oh I, I tried what you said and it did th- and this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, I wish I had a big sister. Maybe I wouldn't have been fucking up so much. But that's why the big sister is <laughs> always like the most traumatized <laughs> because they deal with the shitty the first the first child, so the yeah. parents are like just shitty and everything. And then they also have to deal with the grazing. Sometimes if they're in an unhealthy household, you have to raise the younger siblings. That's me. And it's just like, <laughs> you get the, it's the luck of the draw. Right. You swam slower, swam slower. <laughs> see, I stayed back and I was like, y'all running. But I'm going to see how it goes. She was like, it's, a, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Yes. Um, but I also think that just kind of goes into this idea that her not want us to corrupt Sherry is like you think her having sex or her being sexual will be like corruption mm-hmm. and I understand that like you will want her to be safe mm-hmm. and it's not ideal that she'll get pregnant right now but if she's having but like I feel like like you said with these conversations if she's informed and she knows that you know because when you think about it not to cut you, I'm no go ahead go finish one thing remember is she kissed some boy just to have an experience yeah because she wasn't talking to anyone and when she's talking to people, now she's like, oh, yeah, I don't want to have sex. Or, yeah, I don't really care to do anything that I just did before. Mm-hmm. But she could have learned that. Had someone had that conversation Yeah, with and her. it's like, you can't just put children into the world and expect them to never know about sex. We know about, I watched my first sex tape when I was five. <laughs> I know, I was there. Yeah, like, so I'm we like. We found our parents poor, you guys. It was under their bed. It was a very terrible yeah. hiding spot. And I'm like, I saw my first pubic hairs and I realized, and it's probably why I don't give a fuck about shaving because that's how I was raised. Like, not, you know, raised like, I see this on television. I see it's like in an idealized world. That's why it's a good thing to have porn. This has different perspectives. If your kids do happen to see porn, you know, let them not see Pornhub, but like, you know, more like 80s porn. Yeah. Well, so, that was like 90s, early 2000 porn that we was watching. So I'm just like, I see this and I'm like, okay, these people exist. I still remember that to this day. Like, I remember that porn. I remember the girl. I remember the guy. They never reported. Um, <laughs> wow, I've been gay forever. Um, like, I was thinking the same thing, but I was like, I'm not allowed to make that joke. <laughs> no, but it's just like, 
I saw <laughs> we are sexual human beings. We are humans. We have flaws. And so you can't just expect us. We are built to procreate. We're gonna yeah. naturally I mean, like, she's naturally to gonna have like get all, you know, warm and fuzzy down there. And then just not gonna know what the fuck it's about. It's like something you get your period and you just bleeding and you're like, I'm really not sure what's going on here. Like you can't just not talk about things. But and then I, I like I said, like, oh I wish I had siblings, but it's like I had two parents and like I said, I do think we grew up in a mostly sex positive household, mm-hmm. but my mom wasn't prepared to talk to me about sex until after I had sex. Mm-hmm. And then it was like free for all, like all the information you could ever want. You and I was having to be in a room, so I just kind of learned. <laughs> <laughs> like all the like, information you could ever want. We expose our mom. I took a picture. So he was like, <laughs> expose how I drag her. No, no, no. <laughs> it's still my mom. And then not to say that we don't. Love, love our mom, friend. yeah, loving like, her mom. It's just like we understand she has flaws, and she's not accepting of her flaws and learning. You know, like it's different to like be like, oh yeah, I got flaws. You know, that's just who I am. And then to be like, oh, I have flaws. Let me learn and how to affect, like, how to like per like fix them, and yeah. so I can help people around me. And she like, I didn't sleep. I didn't think about what you just said. Like, your parents are supposed to be your big sibling. Yeah. And I didn't even like that didn't like sure you know you like your parents are supposed to raise you and stuff like yeah. that. But to say it that way it just makes it seem like yeah we're supposed to be cool with you but you also know that they are going to teach you things you don't know. Mm-hmm. They're going to assist you in the world. They're going to um, help you navigate and like defend off your bullies that are going to probably fight you in the days. <laughs> and they're going to just be a wonderful person to confide in, yeah. which is a sibling. It's not a, and I think people have this idea that you're, oh, if you're a parent, you can't yeah, be yeah, friends. friends. And it's not, and you, that's, I mean, honestly, swear to Bob, people have this fucked up idea of friendship. My thing is, yeah. friends are supposed to be people you respect, exactly. people you learn from, people you're cool with, and people you want to see succeed. This is how your parents should always be. And that's how your friendship is be. And the way you develop your friendships is the way you develop your relationship with your parents. You see how your parents react. You see how your... And because of the way your parents react, your siblings react a certain way. And because you have the relationship with your siblings, you're going to hang out with your friends a certain way. And that's how you have this domino effect of fucked up life. Because yeah. you're not starting off from the main source. And I'm not to say this immediately just your parents' fault because they have parents as well. And it's like, honestly, you just have to hold yourself accountable. There has to be a stop at some point when the domino doesn't fall, you know? Like, yeah. it has to be like, okay, wait, this is not working. So let's go this way, you know? I, I've said this, like, before. I was like, if you take the things that parents say to children and you put it in a context of a relationship, like a romantic relationship, you're like, get out. This person is abusive as fuck. Mm-hmm. And but people don't see it that way. Like, oh no, parent. And like the the excuse is always, oh, it's hard to be a parent. And I again, as a person who doesn't have kids, I can't say that being a parent is easy. I don't think being a parent is easy. Mm-mm. Being responsible for another human being is very hard. It's mm-hmm. very stressful. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not. I was never like for real, for real responsible for Elijah, or Elizabeth. But like, at, or Ashley. But at times, it really felt like it. And, and I that broke shit down. is quite. <laughs> Like, legit, like, crying in my fucking closet type mm-hmm, breakdowns. Mm-hmm. And that's just emotionally and physically being there for someone. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine if I added financially onto that. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Like, mm-hmm. that's a lot of hard shit to deal with. So, I don't expect anyone to get it right. Um, it's just a baby to accept the fact that I'm not going to get this right, but I'm going to try my damnedest to do my best for this person. And then be willing to accept... Failure. Uh, not even accept failure, but accept critiques. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay. Like, it doesn't make you weak or it doesn't mean you're trying to be, you know, because, you know, it's bad to be friends with your kids. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you're trying to be like their friend or something. If you say, hey, 
Like, how do you think I'm fucking doing it this shit? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you feel about this situation? I was, like, just reading a post. And it was, like, don't... Like, it's just, like, little things. Like, our mom not saying thank you or please to us mm-hmm. when we, like, when she would ask us to do something. Or not... If she, would, she would find out that she was wrong. And instead of saying, I'm sorry, I was wrong, she'll just be, like, nice to you randomly. Yeah. And, like, oh, like this <laughs> And not, it's, like... I it's, feel like people don't realize that that's part of the reason why you... you then you have children who don't know to admit when they're wrong. Yeah. Who become adults. Mm-hmm. It took me a long-ass time to admit when I'm wrong, guys. Like, and I think it takes everyone to, like, depending on how you grow up and stuff, take some time to be like, hey, I did something <coughs> wrong. And then, like, and still to this day, I can say stuff like, oh, be like, I can be like, oh, I can know I'm wrong, but it still is, like, freer being, like, saying it. Mm-hmm. But it take, like, it took me 19 years to finally tell somebody, like, not, I mean, not to, like, it grew since I was a baby, but I'm yeah. like, it took me 19 years to be like, hey, this is something I did wrong that was, like, two years ago. And now I'm going to text this person and be like, hey, I did something. I did this thing that was wrong to you. And I apologize. I'm apologizing for it. Not to be like what I'm saying. Not, not to be like, I'm better at this now. It's just more like, I understand that I hurt you. And I'm going to let you know that I understand that as well. And I'm tar- sorry. And I'm working on that as I go forth in my life. And I'm not saying that you have to, you know, defend, like, you know, react, like, you know, like, uh, be cool with me and yeah. anything like that. But I just wanted to let you know that your feelings are valid. And I think that's the whole idea of uh, apologizing. Be like, you have feelings and they're all valid. And I want to say sorry for hurting those feelings. And so it's not to be like, oh, you're saying sorry. So now you are a terrible person. Now Mm -hmm. you're like, no, it's like, I'm saying sorry because I'm a better person. (laughs) Like, it's not to be like anything against who you are. And honestly, I just feel like parentship is, can be hard and it will be hard. And you have to accept that. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm so fearful to be a parent because you're like, I don't know if I can do that. And I, as I grow up and as I like develop and I'm like, sure, it's me fucking hard as hell. And I'm always like, I want to adopt a five-year-old. And I still to this day want to adopt a five-year-old. But at least for the beginning, you know, yeah. like start off with some, it's like starting off with a dog, you know? <laughs> Start off with get a plan. If you don't kill the plan in a year, get a dog. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Like that's, I got three of them right now, so I'm trying to see how it's gonna work with the dogs. And but um, it's just it's a process. So I mean, now that we've tackled being a good parent, <laughs> um, another white man tried me, y'all. Girl, how many times are you gonna deal with these women? This is a whole different white man. But like, this is just what I want to. This is. One thing I want to bring up, I feel like we briefly talked about this before, maybe our second or third podcast, but white LGBTQ plus individuals are some of the most trash motherfuckers you can ever meet. And I say this because you have white people who are part of the LGBTQ plus uh, umbrella and they think that the fact that they are queer means that it, it, it kind of dismisses any anything anything oppressive that they could do mm-hmm. and it's like no 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 you're definitely oppressed as a gay man mm-hmm. but you are doing a whole lot more i mean not more I'm, we're not playing oppression olympics here but you are also oppressing others mm-hmm. so i had a conversation and this guy he is I'm, i already told you i'm naming names wyatt well, I'm not a lot sure. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. Wyatt. <laughs> um, we're having a conversation and he asks me, what do you think masculinity is? The concept. And I was like, fragile. <laughs> and um, 
he goes, and then he was like, oh, so what do you think toxic masculinity is? And I was like, oh, well, I think toxic masculinity is, um, it, it, it's basically the manifestation of this idea that masculinity in, it, in, it, in and of itself is centered around power and rage and um, a lack of empathy. And you, you basically have these concepts like boys don't cry or, you know, you, you know, be a, man. be a man and things like that, where what, <laughs> what you're usually telling people is to suppress your feelings and, and rage on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I, I think that's bad because it, it you, you end up having little boys grow up to be grown men who do not know how to deal with their emotions in a productive way. And they lash out in various ways, etc. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about what it means to be a man and all these other things, like just me and him. And like the conversation is very productive. Like we're both, you know, making points and stuff. And then he goes into, um, he was like, I feel like that all men should know what the essence of being a man is. Or no, sure. He said, I think all men should respect themselves as men. And like, I was like. So you're respecting women differently? No, 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 no. He was like, as a man, you should respect yourself as a man. What does that mean? So I asked him. It's he like was, saying respect yourself as a lady and close your legs. So I asked, wait, wait, wait. So because I asked him, like, so what do you mean by that? He was like, well, what I mean is that you should respect your manhood if you are a man. You should respect yourself as a man. And I was like, clean yourself? So, wait. <laughs> <coughs> uh, that wouldn't be bad advice. But, yeah, like, I mean, uh, if that's like David, go ahead. Yeah, respect your body. Well, I also don't want to say that. I don't think people who don't wash themselves every day are disrespecting them. I say every day. I say clean yourself. I'm saying people who don't clean themselves regularly or at all, are, I don't think they're necessarily disrespecting themselves. There could be a lot of reasons why that is. But um, they're doing self a disservice as uh, internal organs and all their hygienics. Yes, but people don't shower for numerous reasons. It could be trauma. It could be depression. It could I'm be not saying that there's not reasons to not shower. Oh. I'm saying there's also reasons to shower. Oh, yes. yes there definitely <laughs> so, are. There are a lot of pros to showering on the regular basis. I'm just saying there are reasons that I mean, we I'm don't not know. Saying, this, I didn't shower yet. So, like, I'm not I'm not knocking us who don't shower. I'm, I'm just saying, saying it's, been like, it's good for you It's been clean yourself. I've taken a shower, and it's not because, like, I couldn't take a shower. <laughs> I've been whole bathing it up the last two days. I'm not okay, even going to flex. Right, we don't certain things on podcast now. <laughs> Like I said, I've been whole I said today. You said two days. Two days. <laughs> Tell me, like I said, I've been taking whole baths. Come on now. All the important areas of getting us open water. Anyway, okay, continue. <laughs> so what his response is, he was like, well, as a man, there are certain things I just wouldn't do. And I was like, okay, what are those things? And he was like, okay, for example, I wouldn't marry with makeup. Wait for it. Wait, wait, wait. What were you saying? So wait, wait, wait. I'm sure. Hold on, wait. Oh. <laughs> Mm. okay yeah so he was like i would he was like as a man i wouldn't wear makeup right mm. so I, so which i so eloquently respond so a man who wears makeup doesn't respect himself as a man mm-hmm. and he was like no I, what i'm saying is mm-hmm. that a man who wears makeup um and, and doesn't expect anyone to say something about it doesn't respect himself he's not being honest with himself and I was like, okay, so now you're talking about a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. I was like, how is he not being honest with himself by wearing makeup and expecting people to mind their own fucking business? Mm-hmm. One. And then two, um, what was the other? He said, they're not, he was like, they're not being honest with themselves. And then they don't respect themselves as a man. But I was like, what if that's just, 
I, I was makeup is a beautiful art form and it takes a lot of work and technique to perfect it. Why isn't he not allowed? These to- are also facts, but I also want to note that every movie star, every person on television, <laughs> male, female, where's makeup, gender, all of them wear makeup on television. So every person you idolize, you probably look up to, is wearing makeup, but they're not a roommate. Hurt. Okay, continue. So, um, even the football players, when they go on a press conference mm-hmm. and they go on their advertisements, wear makeup. Basketball, all the, so, all the niggas. <laughs> um, yeah, and so, so I say that, and he was like, well, he was like, this is always my favorite argument. Think of the children. He was like, now you're putting a parent in a situation they have to. So I was like, no, 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 let me stop you right there. I was like, I've been outside with my 10-year-old sister. We've seen a man in makeup. And she was like, does that boy have on makeup? I say yes. And she said, he looks pretty. That was the end of the conversation. Mm-hmm. I was like, you, I was like, you can't, you have to give me a better argument than, you know, what about the children? Because children are way more accepting, especially mm-hmm. if you get them young. Mm-hmm. If you teach a child, you know, from birth on up to mind your own fucking business about what other people are doing with their lives as long as it doesn't concern you and they're not hurting themselves, the world would be a happier place. Like, there's Sometimes no... Sometimes if they're hurting themselves, money, what they find their own business. I mean, yeah, like, if it's, like, drugs or something, you know, let people get high on their own terms. Um, but I'm saying, like, I, like, mind your own fucking business is, like, the root of the story, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, no. He was like, I feel like you, you're trying to make it seem like, um... I'm a homophobe and I'm gay. And I, so he did we ever mention sexuality? I didn't mention sexuality. No, no, I'm saying like just him. But this, so this is the thing. But when he mentioned it, I I knew this was something that he wanted to talk. Like I I've had other conversations with him where he's kind of dabbled at these thoughts, but he has never full on talked about them with me. Mm-hmm. And this is the conversation that I, I guess he thought like, well, shit for all the marbles, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> so he goes on and he was like, so I'm a gay man. And he was like, I feel like I can be some flamboyant in some ways. Um, oh. He was like, but I have to be honest with myself. Oh, that was the other thing he said that people wouldn't respond, right? He's like, I have to be honest with myself that I know that people are going are not going to like the fact that I'm gay, and that when people do something or say something to me about my not about me being gay, that I have one or two ways to respond. I can either get mad or I can just accept it. And he was like, for example, him and at the time his fiance were holding hands. And someone like said, uh, and like called him the F word, right? Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, I could have, you know, gotten like, you know, been all upset about it. Like how you, you're like how you were getting, because of course, if I'm passionate about something, I'm upset, right? I like it. Oh, I hate white people. Why are you white people? Um, he was like, or I could do what I, what I chose to do, which was, you know, like I understand. He basically what he was saying is I understand that me being gay is something that other people aren't okay with. So I can just accept that they're not okay so with me being be gay. Okay so I was like, so you said nothing. I was like, you don't have. I was like, you don't have to just accept the fact that he called you a slur. You can like call him out on it. And he was, oh, you're saying like I said nothing. I said excuse me when he said it. <laughs> and he was like, but he wasn't prepared to argue me in an intelligent way, so I didn't want to give him the time of day. And I was like, okay, that's fine. So if a person, if a man is wearing makeup and you decide to question it or make a comment on it, and he decides to do the same thing, say excuse me. Mm-hmm. Because if you're responding, that's not you truly accepting what this person mm-hmm. just said. Mm-hmm. That is, this is you questioning. You, you're putting them in a position where they have to, at the very least, think about what they just said. Mm-hmm. 
and he was like yeah but it's different so we got i want to i want you guys to remember those words is different because they come up quite a bit in this conversation Mm -hmm. so we keep we keep talking and then he mentions he he brings up bitch and the n-word nigga wait 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 elizabeth wait elizabeth wait 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 Wait, so he was like oh he was like you know what the word bitch means right and i was like yeah a female dog in heat right and he was like exactly and he was like you know where the n-word comes from and i was like well um there are a lot of different you know places that people say the whole tabs or are you talking to i was like yeah (laughs) basically i was like well according to whole tabs it comes from negras which means kings Mm -hmm. but according to everybody else it stems from the word Negro, which means black in Latin. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's been transformed to nigga by you American white people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, it's a racial sword against black people. And he was like, but the N-word has been, you know, supposedly uh, reappropriated by black people to mean a term of endearment. I was like, well, that's not necessarily between true. Between black people. Yeah, he said between black people. He did say that. He was like, okay. it's pretty much solely okay. about. He, okay. he admitted to that. He was I was like, about to like say, that. if he also, oh, no, well, no. you know, I can use it then. No, 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 no. He was, this, that, he's not going there with it. He's going okay. somewhere else, right? Okay, I'm, I'm looking, <laughs> I'm, I'm here. <laughs> so he was like talking about like, basically the origins of the word. But, oh, so this is the point that he makes. He was like, but the word Negro refers to non-living black things. It's an adjective for non-living black things. It's like where the word is supposed to originate from, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, so when you use, he was like, so people don't realize is that when they're using the word nigga, he just said it, he said the N-word. Mm-hmm. Um, how they're like kind of saying that the person they're referring to doesn't have life. And he was like, if people really knew the history of words, they wouldn't use them, right? And then he goes on to say the same thing about bitch. He was like, bitch means talk. female dog. I mean, but they also people say motherfucker all the time, but that means that back. In the, yeah, I know. Yeah, somebody. Wait, wait, girl. Okay. You, you already know I came with the facts. Okay. But then he goes on. To, he talked about the the history of the word bitch and like how women try to reappropriate it now. And then he brings it back to sexuality. He's like specifically in gay communities, right? How like a lot of gay men uh, will refer to, or gay people in general, but specifically he's talking about gay men, will use the word bitch a lot or the F word. um, Or like in trans communities, the T word, like, you know, people will use those slurs amongst each. These communities are using these words amongst each other, Mm -hmm. you know, as terms of endearment or even just like references to that person. Like how we use the word nigga, everybody's nigga. White people are nigga. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, nigga, come here. <laughs> um, and so he goes on to say that um, I don't. He doesn't like being called that, and like, those oh, are the what? reasons why he doesn't like being called bitch or he doesn't like using okay. the f word. That's totally. I can respect that. So I was like, so the, my response was, I, I have black friends who don't like the n word. I have female friends who don't like being called bitch. Mm-hmm. And when I speak to them, I do not refer to them as nigger. I don't refer to them as bitch. Lucky and vice versa. I friends like that. I'm cool. <laughs> you had one. Who? Ninja. The one who said ninja instead of nigger. Oh, bless his soul. <laughs> I forgot about that. Ninja. <laughs> I, the people who do that, that's never like... I've, like, so just like, nigga. I used to go to do it. The is still so, there. I'm not really sure why but you're being like this. But. I mean, if that's what... Like I said... I respect it. I'll, I'll say ninja instead. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> so he's saying all of this, and then he was like, um, he was like, but you know what I don't get? So he says all of this to basically set me up for the story. He was like, well, you know what I don't get is that how people don't like being referred to as sir and ma'am. And I was like, well, I don't like being referred to as ma'am. I was like, you know, I don't, I don't know why. I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. And there's something about it I don't like. It makes me feel old. 
Makes me feel Maybe that's what it is. It makes, makes me so older than what I actually am. I'm a young lady. So, I mean, why would you call me ma'am? And also, it's like, it's all preference. I'm not, and like, no, yeah. So I refer not to. I yeah, I was like, I just don't like it. He was like, but a person is trying to be respectful to you. But it's not respecting me if you're not doing what I want. Exactly. I was like, if I say I don't like it, you just literally told me you don't like being referred to as bitch. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, but if you call me bitch, you know, at first for the first time and I said, told you, he was like, I yeah. wouldn't get mad at you. I would just tell you I don't like being called bitch. Yeah. And I was like, that's very true, except you have to put it in the context of another person. I was like, I gave an example. My name. My name is El Yana. I've been called... A million other things besides Eliana in my lifetime. And some days, I'm like, yo, it's Eliana. Some days, I don't correct people at all. Other days, I'm like, it's Eliana. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Oh, we just said y'all can know how to say our name right as well. Um, <laughs> <continue>. <laughs> um, <coughs> and it just depends. Maybe today, no one's mispronounced my name, so I can be really sweet about it. Or maybe you're somebody I'm only going to know in these next 30 seconds, so you mispronouncing it doesn't matter. But... If I've said, I've had to repronounce my name a hundred times today and you're a person 101 who pronounces it wrong, I might not be super nice about it. Yeah, that's, that's not also nice though. No, but what I'm saying is, is like, I might, like, the way I just said it, El Yana, is like literally what I usually do. And it's not to say that I'm being nice in that moment, but where you, because as he goes on, I'm going to tell you in a second, but just like... <clears throat> You, you're saying that I should have empathy or sympathy for the other person who was like, oh, I just came into the situation. I didn't know your name. I didn't know I was saying it wrong. How about you look, think about the fact that you look outside of yourself and say that, hey, I don't know how many people have said this person's name wrong today. Yeah, that's why you say sorry for saying your name wrong. How you don't have it? to say sorry. It's like I, uh, You can just say, oh, my bad. Am I saying it right? Eliana. So he goes on to say that he had the situation. He was on the train he uh, was trying to get past someone. He said, excuse me, sir. And the person was like, don't call me, sir. And he was like, right? (laughs) So that's even like, I mean, my name is pretty important to me, but like pronouns is like one of those things that like I just go hard for. I hate when people fuck up pronouns. Because it's like your life, your way of life, honestly. Exactly. The way you move in the world, I should say. It's just not way of life. Yeah. (laughs) 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 It's a part of your identity. My identity as Ayana is heavily related to the fact that I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. My experience in the world is heavily refa- related to the fact that I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. So like and I would I wouldn't want someone to take that away from me. Um so he like so then so he's like basically setting this up like oh people want to be called different names and they don't know the origins and shit, right? And so he tells me this story about how he basically misgendered someone and he was like, "Oh, they could have just said." And then the thing is he keeps referring to the person as he in the story. I don't know what the person's preferred gender, gender uh, pronoun is. So I'm just saying they. He tells me that they... Um, he mis- he, like, he continues to use, use their wrong pronouns. Obviously, he keeps referring to the person as he. And, he, and so he, Wyatt says, oh, he could have just said nothing. He could have just moved out of my way and like gone about his day. He didn't have to get mad. I was trying to be polite. And I'm getting yelled at for being polite. And I was, and I, so I go tell him, I was like, yo, just because he, I was like, you weren't necessarily being polite. I was like, you could have just said, excuse me. You didn't have to add a pronoun at all. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, that's just how I was raised. Okay. But then, oh, okay. I, was, I mean, just, no, was, sorry. No, so I was like, just because you were raised that way doesn't mean it's correct. And then also, um, I was like, just to go, I was like, go back to your example. You don't like being referred to as bitch. And maybe this is the first person who's called you that today. And it's a 30 second altercation and you will never remember it again. Or maybe this is maybe this is the hundredth and one time, like I said, 
that you've been referred to as bitch, that you had to tell somebody that you don't like that. <coughs> and instead of a person accepting it, they catch an attitude with you for not wanting to be referred to as bitch. Mm-hmm. Like he got an attitude with the man? Yeah. He said like oh, they, they started having with the person. Um, he was like, he, they had, they actually have, they, this turned into an altercation Wow. of him, like telling him like, Oh, I was just trying to be polite. Like I was just raised that way. Wow. Why are you talking to a random stranger about how they preferred to be called? Like men they moved. So like, keep it on. And he was like, well, I just don't get the point. If you know, someone's trying to be polite. Why don't you just move on? And which brings me to my point. He was like, you was like, you could be nice and you could just like, let it go. He could have been nice and just let it go. You could have you could have said nothing after this person was like, like it's so not sir. Let's talk about this. Let's compare it to catcalling. Mm-hmm. So if someone says, Oh my god, you looking mad thick on them jeans today. I like that. I'm gonna be mad at you because one, you're sexualizing me and I don't know who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. And then two, I didn't ask for any of this. Could have just been like, I like your jeans. Or it could have just said nothing at all and just thought that shit in your head. That's the best option right there. But, I mean, like, you don't... All these things are... We know we grow up. Catcalling <coughs> is very offensive and people yeah. still do it today. And also, I want to note, um, use the four-second rule this summer, guys. So if you see someone that you're attracted to and you're, like, he's walking down the street and you're like, oh, they're cute. Give them the four-second look. And then you look away. They know what the fuck that means. They know, oh, she looked at me for like a month. It seems like, you know, it sounds like a little time, but look at somebody for four seconds and realize how like, that's a long fucking time. That's a long time. And then you like, oh, I get the message right there. So you don't have to. Not just that, but like, I feel like. No, I'm not like, also, I'm just saying like, don't stare at them too long. No, you no, know no. how niggas can be staring at you on the street? No, I'm just saying four second rule though. Like just, you know, in general, if like, that's a really good idea if you're in a bar at a party, stare at somebody for four, I mean, not stare, but you look at someone for four seconds. If they look back and give you a smile, you know, you know the looks. Mm-hmm. They give you the look. If they give then, you, the, if they give the white people a smirk, don't go for it. Oh no, don't do that. Don't don't do the. I'm gonna call the police on you anyway. Smirk. The. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 gonna be like, oh shorty, they're using charcoal grills. I'm fucking die. Um, but um, yeah, that's just that's a good ass tip. I'm gonna uh, start implementing that. Yeah, I wanted to post on my Insta story, but I never got the chance to. I was gonna post something on my Insta story, but it wasn't gonna be nearly as productive. But yeah, so we fucking <laughs> did. <laughs> Um, so we keep coming so he he said t- so this the conversation about pronouns switches to he brings up fucking caitlin jenner what man like, is this really he been he's just spilling all he's been thoughts. like i said like he's everything he's ever around, thought he's, he's so like i said like, but this is my problem yelling. he is a gay man he is openly gay he has come out he doesn't care he tells not he tells everybody but like he lets people know that's not a secret for him he doesn't care mm-hmm. But he is super conservative, like mm-hmm. super, super conservative. Like he, he's one of those, he's like, he's like, he's made, he made this work, com, uh, reference in our conversation. He was like, oh, I'm a gay man, but I'm not like feminine. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't like feminine men. So he's on his no fast, no fems, no blacks type shit or mask, mask only. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I, I said, gonna, nobody want to fuck with on grinder. So basically, <laughs> so I, like, I had said that. So I was like, oh, so no fast, no fems, no blacks. And he was like, what? And I was like, no fast, no films, no blacks. And he was like, I mean, like, not like that, but like, like that, basically. <laughs> he was like, oh, you make it seem like it's a bad thing if somebody no, has a preference. You don't know who got upset by what I just said. I literally said, so I want to know your preferences. And I'm going to just say, <laughs> oh, is it no fats, no films, no blacks? Um, if you're getting upset by it, you know, it's a problem. Um, but continue. Yeah. So we get, so he brings up Caitlyn Jenner and he was like, I don't understand why 
he no first of all he didn't bring up Caitlyn Jenner he referred to Caitlyn as Bruce through most of this conversation okay it depends on when you're referring to <coughs> no 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 he was referring he was referring to Caitlyn as Bruce like currently he said I don't understand why Bruce won the SB for the Hope Award my nigga you were just being unnecessary why couldn't you just be like I don't understand why they you don't even gotta mention pronouns you could just be like I ain't gonna like talk about this shit okay oh, girl we are, we this conversation was so loaded he even he doesn't believe so I told him <coughs> he was like I was raised where there's a she and a her and I was like well that's not necessarily you true you sound like Oh my god, I'm tired of these niggas. I was raised this way. Not everything you learned when you were fucking raised is right. We literally went over that in the beginning of this podcast. If you skipped over, go back, bitch. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) So he's like, oh, yeah, basically, I was raised with there are boys and girls. And I was like, well, that's not necessarily true. I was like, there are people who prefer male pronouns. There are people who prefer female pronouns and there are people who prefer gender neutral pronouns that shit ain't new. and he was like what is that and I was like they and them and he was like oh that's plural I was like you literally in conversations every fucking day refer to people as them and they singular mm-hmm. we literally just did it mm-hmm. you could have said they won the ESPY mm-hmm. I know who you're talking about you already called them Bruce even though her name is Caitlyn mm-hmm. so so he brings that up and he's like, I don't understand um, what's so brave about her using her money to like get a sex change. And he and then he goes on to say is that I don't respect people who get sex changes because wait, 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 because how can you say you're doing it out of love? If you really loved yourself, why would you want to change something about yourself? How could you? He said this. This is his words. Exactly. I'm not paraphrasing. How could you be in the shower? Look at your penis and want to cut that off. And say that you love yourself and that you're going to do that out of love. Okay, one thing I would like to know is I do not also agree with the fact that she won that. But so, but that's not the point in the situation. Um, but I would like to say, um, like not say like not to devalue what she did or anything like that. But I feel like other people should have won who have done more yeah. monumentous moments before no, then. So, but this is the thing. If he had made the point that she had, shouldn't have won for those reasons... We could have had a conversation because I said, like, I, I will concede to that point as well. I said, I do not like the fact that for a, po- a moment they were trying to make Caitlyn the face of like trans mm-hmm. rights and the trans movement. Someone who's very transphobic. Like, She's she very transphobic. She's very homophobic. Like, not until maybe I think it was like two or three years ago that she went on Ellen and she was like, I guess the gays should get married after she came out as Caitlyn. After she told us that she was like, she's been living as Caitlyn her whole life. I was like, I don't think that she was the person to receive the awards for that reason. But if you're saying that she didn't deserve it simply for like, oh, she had a sex change and she shouldn't get it. Like, that's all like, no, I disagree with that part. I was like, and then I was like, and I was like, that's not the only, she was like, and then he kept saying, oh, Caitlyn, he kept referring to Caitlyn as like, oh, people keep pushing her on us. I was like, but there are other trans people who are doing work. Um, who are not receiving awards. I was like, Laverne Cox, for example. Like, that's like the biggest one that I could think of that he would have heard of. And, um... Also, pushing them on you? I could also say they're pushing the white people on me. I was like, y'all make up 85% of media. Yeah, so I mean, I guess they're pushing that uh, ideal. They're pushing a same-sex relationship on television. These are all things that we're pushing, but there's no problem about. Right? Because, oh, you were raised that way. Oh, right, right. right, So, no, like, again... Bring, I also brought up these points and he was and it's always that's different it's different it's different mm-hmm. so when it relates directly to you and your experiences it's different but when I talk about someone else's experience it's it's oh no that's disgusting or it's technically this if you turn it sideways and squint your eye that and 
my thing is technically <laughs> everything that we're talking about from his perspective is different for him. Yeah. And it's a good thing that we're talking about. Different doesn't mean bad. Like you're making it seem like different. He's like making it seem like different is immediately a bad thing. And like, because I called him a conservative. He was like, oh, you're trying to sound Republican. I was like, no, you're conservative in your beliefs and the fact that you believe things are one way and they should be that way forever. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's if you take away like the political like political stuff like the, the bills and stuff is. that's what, cons- what conservatives believe you can be believe. a conservative um, dem- a democratic actually yeah there are a lot of black conservative democrats who believe like oh marriage between a man and a woman the gay agenda all the other shit but gay agenda who's fucking preaching this shit who started this there, he, he mentioned that there's an agenda behind why we see so many trans people and this is a gay white man Oh my god, but where like, the fuck is this gay agenda shit come from? Trans agenda. All these fucking agendas. Let's talk like, about the like white supremacy agenda. But I just, like I, my question anytime somebody brings it, I was like, so let's let's get this right. First of all, if there's an agenda, that means there has to be a goal. So what is the gay agenda goal? To make everybody gay. Alright, so let's say everybody's gay. What now? No, we're just sitting chilling. <laughs> like we're just, just all being gay, we're all gay, the babies are gay, the kids are gay, the grandmas are gay. Now. But I'm like, okay. Do you think someone can turn you gay? <laughs> like, you, you... I mean, I know y'all do think you can turn I, I'm straight. I'm just saying, I know y'all think you can turn straight. Maybe y'all have... Maybe, maybe y'all do think that. that. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe, I was like, damn, that's really fucked up. Because that means you probably really do think you can turn somebody straight if you think someone can turn you gay. Like, no, if you get all warm and fuzzy in the pants about somebody of the same sex, you might have been gay or bi or just, you know, fluid from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but I say all of this to say that um, white people irk me on a whole different level. Specifically, specifically white LGBTQ people. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, they he literally is like went through this whole conversation. I'm a gay man, so I understand. I'm a gay man. Like, this is like anytime like he got backed into a corner that he couldn't get out of. It was like, oh, but I'm a gay man, so like I can't be, I can't be problematic in this situation. I would like to pause and say that. Um, I sincerely apologize for eating on this podcast because I know I've gotten on Yana before about um, not eating on the podcast. And I, even if y'all can't hear me, I want to apologize to her for uh, yelling at her before and now literally doing the same thing. Hypocritical as fuck. I want to acknowledge that. Continue. Aw. <laughs> She's making baby steps, <laughs> But I just want to say that just because you are part of a marginalized group doesn't mean that you cannot participate in the oppression of others. Mm-hmm. It does not excuse you from participating in the oppression of others. And you need to check that shit. Like, just because something isn't your experience, just because you don't... Because he, the, the thing that kept getting me is like, he was like, I don't understand, I don't understand, I don't understand. No one is asking you to understand what it means to be trans. Mm-hmm. I'm asking you to give trans individuals respect. Mm-hmm. And you, over and over and over and over and over again, have told me that you are not willing to do that. Like, I, I, I literally was like, I was like, okay, what if today I decided, you know, from the rest of my life, from this day forward, that I want he, him per, pronouns. I was like, you're just going to disrespect my pronouns preference? And he was like, oh, I would just always call you Eliana. Like, I just want to use your pronouns. And it's like, is it really that deep? I was like, what does it take away from you or do to you to use my correct pronouns? He was like, because I know which, he was like, I know that if you got naked that you would have a vagina and that makes you a female. And I was like, so what if I changed it? No, but never mind that. Like, I was like, I'm going I'm to rock with you because you're trying to go on a biological thing. I was like, it makes me a female. It doesn't make me a woman. And I have female reproductive organs currently. 
But that doesn't make me a woman because there are men with female reproductive or organs. There are women with male reproductive organs. I was like, sex and gender are two totally different things. And he was just like, oh, no, I just back to the I wasn't raised that way shit. But yes, so just and like, I think we mentioned this and I think I'm say in the last podcast. Also, being a part of a marginalized group doesn't mean that you also do not have privilege. Mm-hmm. And as a masculine gay white male, you do have privilege because unless you tell me that you're gay, you get to live your life mostly. And I'm, and this is one of the things that he was proud of. Like I'm a man's man as like to the person who doesn't know you as a cis het white man. And so you tell me otherwise. Mm-hmm. And then you come out with these horrible, horrible, disgusting, transphobic remarks and you're just you're 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 further you're further I'm like I mean I wanna know how you feel about gay people, truly, honestly. I think he I think he thinks if you are gay and you like he no fast, no films, no blacks, basically. As long as you don't fall under any of those and you're a gay man, you're cool. If you're also if, I, I he likes straight acting gay men, is like basically. I kinda want to straight acting quotes around that shit. I, I, yeah, I was thinking about what you just said. I was like, oh that's a bad. No, I know like, what he meant. I know what yeah. you meant. But I'm like, kinda want to name that the podcast. Straight acting gay men? No, no, the no fats, no films, no No blacks. Yeah. Should I like I know it's gonna be really controversial. I'm not like supporting that guy. No, so but if I do name that that you don't no, know why. <laughs> you don't know why. So it's not like I'm over here saying, you know, those people can't listen to podcasts. I don't know. I, I think people I actually can. prefer those people to listen to podcasts. Like, no, both of y'all can listen. Both. And I'll say skinny, white, masculine. No, that's not so. Skinny. Yeah, skinny. Yeah, cis people can listen to it too. <laughs> but it was just like. And then, like, oh, so we have this conversation, and then, like, I, I take a break, and I walk away or whatever, because I had to have a conversation with somebody else. And I come back, and he was like, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, you understood what I was saying. Cause I'm like, do you know what He was like, and then, like, but he ended, he made his final point where he was like, it's just not natural. And I was like, did you literally say that? I was like, do you, and they, I, I had to, like, I had to let him know. I was like, you know, 50, 60 years ago, being gay was a mental illness because it was not natural. Even though there are plenty of species of animals who who partake in same sex sex and relationships, as well as trans relationships, cockroaches. I mean, that's a shitty example. My bad, trans people. I'll say that's the first one I could think of. <laughs> but change genders. Why you think I got so many fucking kids? <laughs> Why you think they can't die? Loki roaches are the shit. <laughs> but be a roach. But other podcast possibility. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like did you really say that it's not natural nigga I, like at that point I was just like I just smile and nod at this point smile and nod because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get through to you in this conversation I think that's something that's, um, like to, toward the uh, last podcast like, like what Julian was saying he was like it doesn't really like turn him off certain people um, even though like they might have views that way mm-hmm. it's just be like you know you have to see how they think how they affect your world, mm-hmm. and you know where to put them. And I think that's a wonderful example of what he meant about, like, what he was talking about, like, well, I didn't, it's not necessarily how they get turned off by those people, I just know where to put them. Yeah, I feel that. Because so, like, me, I'm like, oh, bitch, I can't. You know, it's like, you just know where to put them, and you're like, okay, so, but I found out they got the sugar, and, like, you know, I need some sugar. But see, like, my only thing with that is just that 
And I'm like, you're not saying that they're ever right. You constantly no. let them know that their opinion is not the same as yours. But okay. it's just like knowing that, hey, I will talk to you, but I won't, you know, I don't fuck with you. I, 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 that just brings me to another topic I wanted to talk about. So well, we ain't got we ain't got time for two, another topic. We don't have another topic. No, we ain't got no time. Damn, we only did two, right? We did three already. This is the fourth one. This is four. Shit, yeah, we need a, we need a wrap, wrap it, up. it up. Wrap it up. Damn. But yeah. I was gonna say real quick. So they're muting R. Kelly off Spotify. The shit is off. Mm-hmm. But now there are women groups who are like yeah. trying to get uh, Eminem, Chris Nelly? Brown, Nelly. Like, Nelly has a a, a rape. A case on him. Oh, damn. Just like other artists and stuff. It's like Eminem, but I was like, but I think he admitted to like fucking bitches up and shit. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, okay, so <laughs> the thing is, there's this, her name was Lovely T2002 on Instagram. So she, like, when they took R. Kelly off, she said, I do not support the fact that R. Kelly is a rapist. He's a known rapist, like, allegedly. I gotta say allegedly and all that shit, but he's a known rapist. Um, but she was like, "This is a slippery slope." She was like, "So do we take away all the abusers?" And my answer right off the back was, "Hell yeah! What the fuck? We're not because if you keep them on, like Chris Brown, I feel like should have been canceled years ago." You were still listening to take you down when he was yeah taking reality. (laughs) Okay, first of all, I was fourteen, and I didn't know any better. Okay, bitch, that don't mean nothing. I was 14 and I didn't know any, but it was it's okay. gonna be my All excuse. Right. After like that was excusable. I didn't I'm just saying, I was 14, I didn't know any better, and Take You Down came out before that incident. <laughs> um But it was still long after. So like I said before, I said you really, I said still listening. Um I'm, let me listen to me trying to excuse my trashness. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't listened to Chris Brown in over five That's years. That's the point, continue with your story. And I'm saying, I haven't listened to Chris Brown over... No, I'm saying... That's part of my story, if you let me finish. I I haven't listened to Chris Brown... I haven't listened to Chris Brown in five years. I don't listen to Eminem like that anymore. I used to when I was, like, an angry teenager. Nelly... Who listens to Nelly? He got, like, three hits. (laughs) I didn't even know he had music. (laughs) But, like, this is is his idea. Like, oh, we have to get rid of all the rapist music. Like, what? Is that a bad thing? (laughs) It's my whole thing. But it also, I think that's a good thing because it leaves more room for different artists to come. Exactly. Newer artists. Mm-hmm. And I will say the one point that I wanted to make. The Uzi artist, essentially. Not the type of art, but like the type of person. Yeah. Just one quick thing that I wanted to say, though, is that R. Kelly just got muted. But when's the last time R. Kelly had a major hit? Mm-hmm. He's pretty much towards like the end of his career anyway. And we're finally getting to like. And I feel like that's. Like Bill Cosby. I'm going to say, same thing with Bill Cosby, same thing with Matt Lauer, same thing with um, Ali, uh, what's his name, the guy who owned Fox, Roger Ailes. All these people are getting caught at the end of their careers. Mm-hmm. It's kind of... Nelly it's is still young. The, um, Chris Brown is still making music. Let's cut this shit off now. You will not have... Like, I, need, I need a precedent to be set that if you rape someone, if you abuse women, if you abuse people... That you will be shut down now, not twenty years from now when you don't when not gonna say you don't matter, but when you're not like you know the top of a conversation, when you're like you know just a red dot in pop culture, right fucking now, like times up, like that that let's make that shit means what it's supposed to mean. Times fucking up. Um, I think we need to have the same energy toward the whole cause. Granted, I just you know deleted R. Kelly's music out of my you know it just happened. I'm not like. <laughs> New, I'm like, I'm new to this shit, but it's like, I think we need to have the same energy toward that. I mean, like, why is he just now doing it? 
um why are you trying to be like a revolution like why are you trying to make this like a revolutionary moment similar to her where we're Caitlyn Jenner mm-hmm. like why like we were upset because like you're just now doing this not to say like you know her journey doesn't matter but to be put on a pedestal for doing something that uh you're kind of done with your career now and you don't have any real complications toward doing this now it's just it's like you're just doing it you know it's just something you're doing and it's not like revolutionary it's not like you did this in uh in the stance of being olympian current olympian in the like in the world Mm -hmm. you just did it because i'm retiring kind of like retiring from a standard i pushed upon myself i'm going to be who i wanted to be this whole time and it's, that's a beautiful thing. I just yeah, want to say. I mean, that's a beautiful, a beautiful wonderful thing, thing yeah. but to be awarded for it. Yeah, to be awarded for it, <laughs> to put it on such a high pedestal. When there like, are people who live in countries who transition where they can literally be murdered. Or and people, like, and now you have people like, uh, oh, finally Bill Cosby or finally R. Kelly. And it's like, yes, these are things that we're not saying that these are bad things or that we shouldn't be like, excited about that. But we also should be like, hey, okay, there's people in blah, 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 who still are doing this. Let's cancel them too. That's all. Yeah. I like... Like I said, I want Time's Up to mean what it said. Time's Up. You do not get to abuse others and continue to have a career. Also, Time's Up, how long does it take to be Time Up? You know, like... Shit. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to wait until Chris Brown is fucking 60 and like, oh, now we're going to take his music off iTunes. Mm-hmm. No, do that shit now. Let's cut Let's cut his funds now. Mm-hmm. Same. I mean, Eminem is supposed to be coming out with a CD and Eminem is a decent artist. And that's the other thing. I feel like... You can be good at what you do and still be a disgusting person. Mm. That's just facts. And before somebody say Eminem was on drugs, plenty of drug addicts don't rape and beat people. Mm-hmm. So, miss well, me. Well, yeah, my name is Elizabeth. No, I thought we was doing other thing. Oh, I didn't even start off that way. It's Izzy. It's Ayana. It's Alyssa. Keep it tucked away 
Just say 